John, last Thursday was worldwide release. How did it go? Well, you know how I said that we would, you know, one of two things could happen. We could launch and, and have lots of positive, great reaction, or we could launch and, and have crickets. And you know what we had? What did you have? <laughs> Actually, more than the, the twerping bird that we heard in the background, since we know you're in the country now, it was spectacular. Scotty, I, I, am, I am giddy with happiness. I really am. It's, uh, I don't know what we could have done to have launched better. You know, Apple gave us all sorts of love. We were featured as editor choice and new app and, and in, in stores all around the world. Um, and uh, I think we still are. And we had, you know, lots and lots and lots. I mean, basically, uh, within the first day, we kind of had more people sign, you know, more people downloading the app than had had, you know, been been signed on to the, the website. I mean, it, 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 it was it, it is what we expected. Um, and yet we were super grateful to have had the website and had a great basis of content for people to find. And I think that we we executed well. Um, and uh, I mean, in terms of press, we were in USA Today and Time Magazine and Financial Times and, you know, on, on, on all the kind of tech crunch and all the tech news. I mean, it, 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 uh, it was, as we say down south, it was real good. Uh, we were real pleased. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's, I mean, makes all the hard work pay off. And I mean, you. How big a difference do you think being featured made? Uh, I think it makes a huge difference. I mean, I mean, and I was actually surprised how much because I guess what you have to realize is that, um, you know, you know, you and me and, and people, you know, let's call them kind of what sophisticated users and stuff like that. We're we're completely jaded, right? So I mean, for us, unless somebody tells us, unless a friend specifically says this is cool, check it out. You know, I, I don't I I don't particularly go to the app store and say, oh, I'm looking for a new app to download. And yet there are plenty of people who do that. There are plenty of people who are getting a phone for the a smartphone or an iPhone for the first time. So they tend to go there. And even for the ones who don't discover it from there, it, it's a tremendous thing when you kind of say, hey, you should check out our app. Um, and then they go there and, and they say, oh, I didn't have to look very hard because there it was on the front page. It, it has a remarkable effect because it's a stamp from Apple that they think you're good. I mean, you know, when you're an editor's choice, they give a nice little review. It's not just they say, here, this is the one we chose. They actually say why. Um, and so it's a great, great thing. And then after the fact, you get to kind of go back to partners and people who you've been saying, hey, you should have a look at it. Maybe it would be cool to have your content as notes or to why don't you create a note map or, or all those different things. And you could, it, you know, you include the screen grab of, of the iTunes store. Um, it, it is a tremendous kind of calling card. Um, and and the other thing, too, is that, that you know, the, the whole thing was about building a long-term relationship with Apple, uh, you know, because we... You know, we got in contact with them some some time ago, um, and said, "Hey, we're working on this. We'd like to show it to you." They gave us great advice. You know, we came back. We we you know we went at WWDC, took advantage of the of the kind of design drop in hours. So, it, it, I mean, it's by no it's by no means an overnight success. You have to spend a lot of time working on it and, and knocking on a lot of doors. But then the pieces all come together and they build off each other. So it's it's so you know that's that's a long answer to the short question. I, I, we don't really know. I mean, we I guess we could compare when we launched in Australia we weren't featured there in any way and then you could compare the same the same you know same period sales and it, you know sales it's a free app but downloads you know for, for Australia and it was you know probably at least 10 times if not more so I think that that uh, it, it, it has a tremendous effect but it's not just in in terms of immediate downloads is what I was trying to say so I mean obviously you have to be very careful about this stuff and you still need a relationship so you can't reveal anything that you shouldn't reveal. 
but you made up in your statement there we contacted apple and we let them know what we were doing now you know was that through an official channel and if that's an official channel you know what did you do there and i know you know what should people be doing or was that because you know there's someone in the company who knew someone in the company who knew the phone number or the email to you know what what you know it's best you can tell us what did that look like or was this about because you had some knowledge other people may not or is this because there is a process for doing this I, I, I can't say that there, I don't believe that there is a process, uh, you know, and, and I think that, yes, I mean, we, 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 we've been around the block a few times, so we, we know people, you know, it, it, I, I, you know, quite honestly, you know, when you come in, you're saying, hi, this is the new app, and, and, and here's the team that did it, and, and, you know, the founder of the company was the co-founder of Flickr and, and did Hunch, and, and you know, the, and, and when you go in and you have that type of experience, it's certainly, it's kind of a step zero. That said, though, I mean, you know, Apple, Apple's developer evangelist, they, they make their, their emails known. I mean, you, you, you can get to them, right? I mean, if you, go, if you go to WWDC or if you've gone to any of these Apple events that they go out there, you can definitely get in there. You can send an email. I mean, it's like it, 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 you can send an email to anybody. That their job is to discover new apps. I mean, I, I will say this. You know, there, there's an app that's, that's been featured right now called, I think, Pop. And I, I heard about it through a friend, but, but the, the, the company that did it, I do not believe that these are super well-connected people. It's a clever, fun little app. You know, and it it I obviously got the attention. So it's not like only only you know app developers for, who are, are well known and done. I mean, Flappy Birds, nobody had heard about them. So I mean, it's it's not that you have to be well connected, but it, all the general rules of getting in touch with people apply. You have to have a very concise concise subject line. You have to have a very limited you know ask that's very specific. You have to be able basically send an email. Well, what you're asking for can be answered right there and then. You know, I made huge mistakes in years past when I was trying to get attention from memory miner. I, I was so enthusiastic about it. I would write four or five paragraphs and I'd sweat the details over them as if I was turning an essay. And, and it was beautifully written letter, but people can't, they can't act on it. They may, at best, it may kind of provide some background so the next time you ask them, they'll remember it. But you got to be very super short and sweet and realize that people's email are going to be looked at you know, while they're pulling out their phone, so they'll look at it in the subject, and if it's interacting enough to them, they may open it and they may answer it right away. They may forward it to somebody, but you, you know, to, to, it's not at all impossible to 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 send an email to to various people at Apple and say, "This is what I'm working on. I would love to meet you and show." I mean, Apple, think about it from their perspective. It's in their interest for for great new apps to come to the platform. And when you come to the platform and and you're Apple only, all the better. I mean, Apple, you know, it, 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 the, the, I think you have to realize that you know Apple is not the the only smartphone iOS out you know OS out there, and they have a vested interest in, in attracting the best apps first on iOS and keeping them exclusive if they possibly can. So you know, hitting on those things helped because, for instance, among the categories they have on the store is only on iOS. They love that. So you know, it, it's. I, I, you know, I'll be honest. You know, we we obviously have advantages because we're in California and, and we can go down there physically. But you know, that doesn't mean that you can't you can't get people's attention. They want to know about this. So, I hope that answers. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got a couple more questions sure. if that's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, just, I mean, I've been watching the reviews go by using ReviewCast mm -hmm. um, and, and keeping up with it. And I would say, you know, on, on the whole, you you seem to be getting pretty good reviews. I mean, mm -hmm. there's you know the normal. Um, you know, smattering of one stars mm -hmm. and, and whatever different reasons I'll come to in a minute. Now, you are basically an app based around a content service mm -hmm. and, you know, so therefore content is everything and as a fairly 
new i mean you've just said yourself that you've got more people have downloaded the ios app than maybe you'd had on the website before so you're still a a service finding its feet Mm -hmm. so you know how important was it to have at least some content on day one and going forward to to keep that stickiness how you know how important is that content going to be because it doesn't matter how great your app is without that content you know you're you're dependent on content absolutely um i mean i live in a really small town in um yeah, in Gloucestershire in the UK, and there I downloaded the app the moment you tweeted me and said it's available, it's on the store, um, and there were two posts from my town, mm-hmm. one of which was you actually. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Talking about dogs not crapping on on the grass, <laughs> but it was. Like, uh, but I don't know. I mean, um, it, it, I so it was, you know, yeah. how important was it that you'd had that sort of build up of content before you released this? Hugely, and and that's and that's the thing is this is very funny. So South by Southwest is is going on now. It started on Friday and. and and several years ago, it used to be a great place to launch app. In fact, Twitter got its huge footing there because it was first. It wasn't first announced there, but it was in, in many ways. People would look back and say, "Wow, that's when people got Twitter." And one of the things they did is they had a big screen and they 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 put together a thing with the with the then kind of nascent uh, Google Maps API. So every time a tweet came up, it popped up and animated on the map. And the point that they were saying is that look, this is a global service. There are messages going on all over the time. Then people, because there were so few people on it, people would tweet just to see if they would make it up on the map and so they, they, they it was and, and that was that was way back when where the just the novelty of a service w- was was something that could could really launch you but all these years later people like saying well how come you didn't launch it how come you didn't launch the thing back at south by southwest and how come you didn't go mobile first and so there there if you search on you know uh, do a, a google search on finder among the articles you see there's one in bloomberg saying you know mobile first but death you know a mobile company being doing a desktop first strategy and 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 we were talking about it a little bit and really what what you have to say is that it's a it's a content first it's a people first thing nobody wants to use your app if there's nothing there and you could you could be a you could be a desktop service only you could people could only come to the the website but if they go to, to to where they are and they find neither any content nor any evidence of community that you could find something or no ability for you to say hey i know something no nothing that would entice you to do it then it completely fails so i think the things that we did right is that yes we we did a lot of work to to foster community and it takes a long time and we're very lucky that our community is all over the place and it's all over the place in in, in two senses one is that it really we have had users all over the world and the types of users have have done it are people who tend to travel so yes i don't live in tetbury but i, I did go to tetbury i've never been to leicester before but i've been you know before i went whatever last year but i left some interesting notes and i and i would argue that you know I'm not a local expert on it, but I have new eyes. And so just the experience of seeing something in a place that you're familiar with with an outside eye was really interesting. I mean, we have all sorts of notes in Dubai, but they're written by an expat. She's a Canadian woman who who is writing about, you know, graffiti in otherwise pristine Dubai or where to get beer, you know, in a, in a, in a Muslim country that, that has strict rules about that. So it, it's, it's a combination of, yes, there being at least little trickles of, of content everywhere and an inviting thing where we can say, like for instance, one of the things the app does is that when you move the map to a specific location, there's a little icon on the top right-hand side, which you'll see thumbnails, which you should recognize if you tap on it. It shows your photos that you've taken that area with a big button on the bottom saying, share, this is a note. So if you don't see a note in your particular area, but you have something that helps kind of grease the wheels a little bit, increase the chance that you might say, oh yeah, you know, this is something that's kind of unusual about this place I live and let me share this with the world. So it's got it's got to be a combination of those things. And then the kind of last 
last thing that we did is we'd done a bunch of testing. We would basically, you know, from the from the earliest time that we hooked up the search button to allow you to kind of take you to a place, like take me to Paris, right, or take me to Istanbul. One thing that you can do is that if if we didn't find content in the in the exact location that you looked for, up comes a nice panel and say, hi, there's nothing immediately here right. Would you like to leave a note yourself or would you like to move a little, little bit further afield? And that was that was some made, made for actually turned a negative into a positive because in a demo you can say, oh, I know that there's nothing in this very, very specific coastal fishing village in France. But if you move the map just a little bit, just, you know, as little as possible, but we our API lets you do that. And then you can say, ah, here's some notes from the village next door. And in the ballpark, it's really, it's it's similar enough, or at least kind of shows that, that, that you care about this stuff. Now, so we've done all these things that we think that we've done right. And still, you know, there's always the possibility of people that, that that may not be enough. A lot of it has to do with luck and goodwill. So, you know, other things that we've done that, you know, when you sign up for the app, we invite you to 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 join in on a newsletter or to, to get our daily challenge email so that, you know, thematically we, we we have these challenges that go out and say tell us about you know your your first teacher or your first kiss or you know your first apartment in new york or you know, your first crappy apartment after school any of these different things we're constantly 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 engaging with the community and i will tell you you know i, I consider myself an excellent software developer with lots of experience and lots of domain ex knowledge but it, you know it, to the extent that we're successful and continue to be successful i credit to our our community our community, you know, management, the, the stuff that we do to engender goodwill um, towards people to, to exactly to create that, that content flywheel. And I guess the, just, just when I was going through the reviews, and I know reviews are not, not necessarily everything reflected, but it's something I've just, you know, got to work mm -hmm. off right now. Um, a question, I guess, anybody with a service like yours comes up with uh, a question that came up quite a few times from quite a few people. And I've no idea if these people are reasonable or unreasonable. Mm -hmm was the whole issue of privacy. Mm -hmm. You've been having to sort of make some fights there. And, and yeah, what, what's your whole feeling as a service about that? Because you're a location-based service. Right. So this is a funny thing is, it's like, you know, you, you can never be too careful. I mean, I have, and this is the kind of thing is that there are some people who are kind of, they, 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 they may not have understood. I mean, like people kind of say that, that first of all, when you launch the app after you've had the first one experience, the first question we ask is, may we know, you know, may we know where your location is? And once we do that, then, then on the, on the very first screen, you see it's a tab based interface, but the first one that's default selected is the discover uh, tab. And that's the one that, that, that pulls in and tries to show you note maps, these collections of notes um, nearest you. So there's a couple of them that are near you and others that are completely anywhere in the world, but that we feel has really interesting stuff in it. So, you know, we have to do that. If they say no, then then it's all going to be random stuff. So you know, we we made it so the app could function if you didn't it didn't allow location services. But even then, there are people. You know, one of the things that happens is that if your app uses location services in the, in the privacy settings for it, it will say these are the apps that have have you know recent in recent times asked for your location, and so you launch it. It asks for your location, then you put it in the background, and then you know people will go to their privacy things like, well, I see that little marker there. It's still asking for my location, and it's not right. And so you know, we, and and one of the things that happens with reviews, you know, people will 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 say they'll do it. Some people will say indignant. I uninstalled the app. One person said I uninstalled the app. They also emailed in. We explained it to them, saying, oh, thanks so much. Okay, I installed the app back. Well, you know, I, I don't know whether we have. We probably will ask them to say, hey, you know. 
if, if this was you, would you mind, you know, saying, I, I, I sent email to, to, to the email thing. They actually did respond. They do care. And, and, you know, yes. Otherwise, there are some people who don't, you know, when we did that thing where you could put photos on the map, you know, where you move the, 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 the map somewhere and that icon appears in the top right-hand side, we got some early feedback about that, that people said, oh my God, I can't believe you uploaded my photos as notes. And we didn't, right? So we, you know, and, and we did a lot of things to try and explain that. We changed the shape of the background. We made it very clear that was with an overlay. So we, we took all the steps that we knew. And in some cases, it still may be enough. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, is, you know, you can, you can do everything you can. You can do everything you can in terms of how you make the user interface and you can do help systems and facts. And there still will be people who, who, who won't get it and they won't get it within the first three seconds and they'll just hang up. Privacy is definitely something that people are very, uh, very, uh, you know, particular about. And, you know, you, you can't please all the people. All you can do is is to, to do your best and, and keep your eye on these things. And in fact, yes, in, in, in answering about reviews, I mean, I think over time, when you first launch an app, you've got people who are your enthusiasts, your friends, your supporters, and they're going to write good reviews. Then you have the people who are the kind of the haters and they'll, they'll leave the, you know, the one-star review. So down, down the end, I think to be totally fair, you have kind of have to throw out the highest and the lowest and look where it is in between. And that's, that's the thing that we look at. And, you know, we've just launched, we, we, we talked about this last time. We talked about how the fact that, you know, you have to prepare your app two weeks in advance and then, you know, you, you work to get that approved. Then you have this whole long list of, of things that you've pushed off that you know you want to get fixed. And now we're doing that. We're, we're like saying, all right, we've got a, we've got bug fixes that we didn't catch, things we didn't know about. We're going to push out another thing, uh, another build real soon. And we're going to have to make our first kind of uh, community ask where we go back and, and say, you know, hi, we've made these changes. We've listened to you. You know, if you if you like us, give us a review. If you're having problems, please let us know. And and so yeah, we're all euphoric about about this great thing. But now the real work actually begins. It's it, this is really becoming the hard part. Okay, so so one last question sure. from my point of view, and I mean there may be other stuff that you want to cover, but this is sort of like the the last one that I had. Um, okay, so you're sort of what four or five days in now to having released. If you were back, it's you know. A couple of weeks ago, is there anything you have done differently now, based on the first few days? Um, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't know that there's anything that that we 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 could have done. I mean, if we had more time, if we had more cute, I mean, there's there's always things you could have kind of said. Oh, we wish we had had that. I, th I think that there's there's one thing in terms of scaling thing that's on the back end is that you know we, we run on Amazon we have a bunch of, of different aspects to our service but one of the most important things is Elasticsearch it's what allows our 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 you know text based and geo based searches to work as fast as possible it's really fast and the way it's architected is to to, to scale kind of by its very nature um, whereas with other services you kind of have to pre-provision a bunch of machines and so we kind of made some assumptions about that about that scaling automatically where it didn't so we had like you know 15 minutes at, at, at two in the morning on, on Friday or something um, and, and then this is not even my bailiwick but I'm honestly this is like the only thing that I could think of that we didn't that, that we, we probably sh could have force, foreseen and would have done differently I guess otherwise in, in terms of messaging I, th I suppose that there are some things that we we might have might have changed in the release notes kind of but you know a lot of these things you you really just don't know i, th I think that that we did tend to to we did tend to just basically say all right 
we're just going to go out and do it and, and we're going to kind of trust a little bit in the universe and the goodwill we've built up. Um, so it, it, it's, it's nothing. I don't think, I don't think it's anything that we would have done that we could have done or not done in the last two days or five days or even last couple of weeks. It's things we might've done months ago. Right. And now that we know, okay, well, we know, you know, a lot of the times when we said, do we really need to, to kind of go put this stuff in, in strange places? Will anybody care about? Well, invariably some people did. Ah, so, but no, now that this does remind me of something else. So, you know, we have this recent activity thing and people download the app and a surprisingly large number of people have signed up and that's really good. And I will credit that to some feedback where we got where we said, you know, if you need if you need somebody to sign into your app to do some things, don't just throw up a kind of a nasty alert panel you know, have it have a night. You might notice that we have some really nice illustrations that kind of said, you know, in in the create note place instead of says, you know, it says put yourself on the map as a nice illustration and allows you to either sign in or sign up right there. And and we we spent a lot of time doing that because it it's a very friendly thing. But one thing that I've noticed is that people people will download the app. They may create an account, but they don't automatically start following people. And so then they say, oh, okay, well, what's going on here? One of the ways they find out is they go to the map, they go search to places, they see what's going on immediately where they are. Then they might go in the recent activity feed. Now, the recent activity feed is an interesting thing because people, if they then want to leave a note, their first notes are going to be kind of simplistic. They might, you know, we have a bunch of people that said, hi, hello, you know, and, 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 and on the one hand, it's completely uninteresting. It, it, it does become interesting to the, to the extent that you say somebody, hi, from, 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 uh, yeah, Ethiopia. And in fact, this, you might enjoy this. There's a note that I left talking about how I made a, a donation to Charity Water, why I made it to Charity Water. And then I said, I'm placing this note here and it's the place where the Developers Against Poverty note was, you know, well was built. And I, I talked about why I chose them, why I thought it was cool. And, and there's a whole backstory with it. I'll, I'll leave a link to the note. Surprisingly enough, it was very, very funny. There was a hello world from from nearby in Ethiopia on on their iPhone. That I found super, super cool. So the point I was getting at is that I think that there's better work that we can do to to encourage people to be able to say it's okay to leave a kind of a simplistic first note, but that we should really encourage people more to to follow other people. Because if you follow somebody, even just one person, that kind of gets you on the train, so to speak. You'll see more activity. You'll see who they follow in the in that that tab. You may be more inclined to tap on an avatar and to see who left a note or kind of where they are, what their story is. So I, I think we we have more work that we can, we can improve on then to to kind of create more connections because that's a good first part. But but this ties in when, when, with one other kind of lesson I would say is that it was it was very obvious and predictable that the largest number of downloads would come from. Uh, uh, North, you know, North America, Canada, the United States, and but I would have kind of thought number two would be Europe. It wasn't. It's it's by far Asia. Europe is is strong, but they're you know quite surprisingly behind, and and we have this kind of uh, uh, statistics board that we put up there. So we have global maps and you can see who current visitors are from the web and who are from the app. And of course the app is, is, has many more lights, but in what's interesting in particular in Asia, you can kind of clearly see nobody accesses the internet on anything other than a mobile device. So you can have the best website in the world, but if you're not a, a native mobile app, you're kind of nowhere. Um, and that was, that was kind of, 
I suppose not surprising now that I look at it, but a little bit surprising when we first looked at it, you know, when, when, when we first saw it. So it kind of also gives us an idea that we should strongly consider doing some, some localization because we launched in English only, although we did do descriptions in the, iStone, in the you know, App Store descriptions in a bunch of languages. So again, sorry, super, super long answer to a, a simple question, but we did, we did notice and learn a bunch of interesting things. No problem. It's an interest in us. Uh, and I guess if people are downloading the app and, and they want someone to follow, they can follow you because yep. you're very active on it and they can yeah. follow me and I'm going to try and be active on it. Let's put it that way. All right. Are you Mac DevNet? Who, uh, are, who are you on Findery? Sorry? Who are you on Findery? I am on Findery. I know, but as, um, as You can ask me to remember my username now, aren't you? Uh-huh. Um, I, I can't remember what username I signed up with. It wasn't Scotty because Scotty was already gone. Uh, I think it was Scott SD. All right. Scott SD. I'm Scott SD. Scott SD. Scott. Du, du, du. Well, you know who else is anyway, on? John, I think we ought to, uh, okay. we're 25 minutes in. We All probably right. ought to mention our sponsor. We should. Um, it's our new regular sponsors, the uh, guys from Martian Craft and their product, Briefs. Now, we've spoken about this quite a lot over the last few weeks. And so if you're a regular listener, you already know about it. But um, uh, if you're not, then Briefs is an application that allows you to um, storyboard or draw your app, design your app, uh, in the brief software, but not just how it looks, but how it's going to interact. So how screens are going to flow, how buttons are going to make things happen. Uh, and you put it all together and you create a, a, a story flow uh, in, in, in briefs. And then you can load that onto the briefs um, app running on an iPhone or, or an iOS device. And then you can begin to sort of play with the mock-up and it allows you to not only get the the look of the user interface and how it looks on the device, but equally to understand the feel of the user experience. And, you know, this is stuff that is really, really, really hard to get just from looking at Photoshop drawings. It's it's often when you only get stuff in your hand. This is how you can give something to a client to say, this is this is what we're thinking. How do you feel? And it's at that point they're going to say, no, 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 no. I meant I wanted this. And, and so it's great. So you really need to go check it out. Well, there's a couple of videos that will give a far better explanation than, than I just have. Uh, the product's called Briefs. You can take a look at giveabrief.com. It's 199 bucks. Uh, well worth every single cent that you're going to spend on that. And um, it's you, it might change the way that you actually look to work. Uh, it's app development. So um, go take a look at uh, giveabrief.com. And thank you very much to the uh, guys at uh, Martian Craft for uh, sponsoring the show. John, I said last week that I I just wanted to mention something about the Nexus Seven. Is it alright if I go on to that now? Or would, do you have something else no, you want to say? No, I, I would love to hear about your adventures in Nexus Seven world. Well, it, it's it's just that I surprised myself. Okay, uh, if if people remember back last year because of some stuff I was doing, um, uh, with with the guys at Rem Objects that I'm still doing, I bought a Nexus Seven, um, which is a sort of a iPhone mini, uh, iPhone mini, iPad mini type of size tablet from Google. Um, and as, as a piece of hardware, I was quite impressed at the time, especially for the price. It's, it's pretty, pretty decently priced. Um, and it performs pretty well. And actually for a seven inch tablet in, in the Android world, it's a pretty high spec tablet. So it, it, um, I, pay, I think I paid 200 pounds. I think it's 250 bucks or something you know, it's, it's, is a, which is a sort of a higher end tablet in this area i struggled a little bit with android um and some of the things about it uh, some bits i loved I, if i'm going to be totally honest i think the play store works better 
as a user experience than the um, the iOS App Store does. Um, and you know, as far as things like Chrome are, are, are good, it means I think the default apps on it are not as good as the iOS ones. But and finding some good apps on Android was maybe a little bit more challenging. But that might be because you know. I tend to use a lot of apps that I hear about through other developers on iOS. And I'm just wondering if I wasn't a developer, how would I be discovering apps? Would I be using the same apps I'm using now? So it was quite an interesting, more user experience. But anyway, um, I was doing this test and I said that I'm not going to use my iPad for a little while and I'm going to give this this tablet a chance. And then um, a few weeks ago, it broke. Um, now, before everyone goes, oh, yeah, well, there you are. See, that's what you get for buying this. It broke because it got stood on now. <laughs> I would, I would challenge any uh, any tablet to put up with with being stood on in in not there, and it had it it, it cracked the screen in a way that um, the touch sensitivity no longer worked, which made it basically unusable. And uh, I was gonna go and find a new screen for it and, and whatever else, but then my my son decided that because it was broken, he would uh, do a little bit of um electronic engineering on it with a hammer and a chisel so um it's repair <laughs> status sort of went from maybe to never uh but i went out and surprised myself i went and bought another one uh which i really took surprise and you know when i finished you know when when this uh app broke it's uh this app broke when the device broke i suddenly realized i had no idea where my ipad was i really hadn't used it in all that time I had absolutely no idea where it was, and I'd been quite happy using this Android device as my tablet device, and it's um, you know, and I and I found it quite strange. And what it came down to in the end is is I think you know the weight and the form factor and the way it felt in my hand, it just sort of worked, and I was prepared to put up with. I wasn't even put up with. I got used to everything else in a way that I actually became quite satisfied with this device. Um, which is uh, which I just found interesting as someone who loves iOS and loves the Apple stuff. I, I just need to apologise, people. Someone in my house is hammering something somewhere. So if you can hear lots of knocking, then I don't know who it is. But if it's a child, they're repairing your iPad. One child less in about twenty minutes time when we finish. The, the, the question is um, the, the, the answer to so, the question is where is your iPad and who's repairing it? Yeah, it says probably yes. They, I found where my iPad is now. It's in the other room with the other child with the hammer doing his electronic engineering course. Um, and it's just, uh, I, I just find it interesting how um, comfortable I became with something just by making sure I used it for long enough. And, you know, we live in a a, a world where that doesn't happen anymore. I mean, you know, we, we, we sort of look at the reviews for our apps and... Um, sort of you know get frustrated with users there but yeah but the reality is most of us work the same way that our users do we'll download an app and if if it doesn't feel great and comfortable in the first 10 seconds then we just uninstall it again um whereas i'm just wondering how many apps would or how many devices even would actually become far more successful and actually we would all enjoy far more if we were just prepared to give them a bigger chance I think that's true of many things in life, Scotty. I mean, you know, uh, and I think that there's something to be said of kind of what your first ecosystem was. I mean, you know, if, if you've been using Macs for a long time, and I, I, 
been using a Mac you know, since the very first one. So there's a certain amount of inertia, right? And so, you know, I, I can see that there there may be, you know, my, my, my brother at various times has, has worked for Sony and, and at various times he would bring back kind of latest generations of super, you know, miniature laptops, which were kind of cool. And they had lots of different, you know, d things. And, and there were they were ones that, you know, many of which never made it to the United States market. So it's 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 not true that that, you know, only Apple can 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 make decently engineered or if not elegant hardware. There are other vendors out there that are able to do it. I think Apple still, you know, makes the best kind of choices, the best decisions and said, you know, we're willing to sacrifice this to, to, to but it doesn't mean that 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 it, through the the depth and breadth of, of human taste and experience that that some, you know, people can't make, you know, find something interesting in something else. And I think but I think that that's, you know, there are, I think that there are regions of the world, you know, and I think maybe Asia is one of them where, you know, Apple will certainly have success in, in as, as a luxury device and a luxury brand. And, and even there, you can have affordable luxury, but there's going to be a whole number of a huge volume of, of, of users whose first and only, you know, computing device will be something like an Android tablet, or maybe eventually, you know, another tablet that, another device with a, with, with Windows or some other kind of forked version of Android and, and not necessarily Apple. And we are in a global economy and a lot of the growth is in, in places like that. And it, it kind of brings up the question of, of you know, do you, do you go out and then, uh, you know, do multiple platforms? And, and that's a topic for another show. Um, but it, I think, I think, it is important, just like you said last show, where you said go outside your comfort zone a little bit, go out and, and kind of go to a a you know a conference that's not specifically you know about a topic that you know about and see what it is and see how they approach problems. I think it's 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 a valuable lesson to to go grab another device because it, it may just very well make you a much better developer. Full stop. But you know it, it may also open your eyes to other opportunities as well. Yeah, I mean, I have been looking at developing Android stuff, and I've done some very simple stuff over the last few months. And I have to say that it's nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, although I've been doing the development in C Sharp and not in Java, and maybe if it was in Java and using Eclipse, I'd have felt it was worse. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I haven't done that, so I'm not going to accuse it. But, you know, I, I was doing stuff with the Rem Object C Sharp stuff that we were talking about last week. Um and and but with that said, you know, I, I think the iOS development experience is is currently a better experience, um, which was quite interesting because I was using the same tool set and the same language to develop for uh, both an iOS app and develop an Android app. Um, I really was only seeing platform differences in what I was doing as opposed to, you know, it's down to the Xcode's better than Eclipse or this because I had the same IDE, I had the same language, I really was just using the SDKs um, from each of the platforms, which which was an interesting experience, allowed me to give maybe a, uh, you know, a more balanced view. Um, and in, by no means was it was it terrible, but I think iOS with, with Cocoa Touch, it helps you, Cocoa Touch is actually an amazing framework, yeah. absolutely amazing framework to work with. But that doesn't make the Android framework a bad framework to work with. It, it is different. Um, um, I guess a lot of the places where the pain comes in in Android development is the variety of devices and having to cope with everything is for, you know, every time you put assets in, we, we used, thought it was bad when we were dealing with, um, you know, retina and non-retina. Whereas with Android, you know, the recommendation is you're dealing with at least four different screen sizes. And that's not just, you know, now dealing with 
different resolution of graphics it's you know possibly totally different layouts of your of your ui depending on the screen size that you that you have and you know but that's not necessarily android's fault that's the fact that it's more a more universal um uh, os in there so I mean, i'm going to persevere with that and and hopefully um i hope to develop something significant on android sometime in the next you know 12 18 months and, and, and you know just to really just to see how that goes and um and i have no idea what the commercial argument for that is this is just as a developer exploring i i'm, I'm enjoying exploring but i have to say i mean and i think the ipad mini uh, which obviously is the competitor to this is is a probably a better device um however what i realized i was mainly using the tablet for was twitter uh, facebook uh, email um, Netflix and BBC iPlayer and web browsing. Uh-huh. Um, and all of those experiences on Android, other than possibly the email, because I couldn't find the email client that I really, really liked, um, not that I tried that many, um, were perfectly acceptable. In fact, they were more than acceptable. They were very good. Um, and so for the average person, same, same my, uh, you know, my dad came to me, who's not a techie in a way and said, you know, I, I want to buy a tablet and I just want to be able to browse the web and, you know, um, look at some photos. It, it would be quite difficult to justify him spending, you know, what is close to 50, 60 percent on top again to to buy something, you know, to buy an iPad device um, when this sort of thing is out there and is this good. Uh, to be perfectly honest. Now, if you were a serious tablet user using productivity apps, say you were using some of the Omni stuff, which you wouldn't get on Android, obviously, um, or, or that type of thing, then you know the scenario may be totally different. So I'm not making a gen- generalized statement here, but I can understand why, um, you know, for what 99% probably of people use their tablets for, which is the things I've just listed, they don't have a problem with Android. We might do as developers, but they don't. No, but I, I agree. What I was going to say is is that you're absolutely right for for that type of consumption of of stuff, uh, you know, which is what most people do. Which is kind of an argument for you know, for for really unique apps. I mean, there are definitely some apps. I mean, I I, I don't know whether the, whether like for instance the algorithm, the DJ people. So so the, the 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 point of it is is that okay, let's say about the, you know there's some super specialized app you know like a dj app and and there's not an equivalent of that 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 is that is kind of the argument that can that can ultimately becomes the the, the strongest argument that apple will have to to get an, an ios to get a you know device um and and that's kind of a, a, an interesting thing and 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 you know but but still for the vast majority of people out there are going to do these these very simple things with it with their with their you know with their tablets and in some ways with their phones and, and you kind of have to that's one more argument to try and make your app as unique as you possibly can and if you do believe that you have something unique to go to apple and say hey this is something that is kind of a platform defining app if you believe that you do have something like that but it's um and this is this is this has been very a little bit like the um uh, the old days of um game consoles where there would be certain sort of games that would only be available on a certain console, say like Halo on the Xbox and Mario on um, anything that came from Nintendo and I don't know what was on the PlayStation. Uh, you know, but however, you know, and, and, and that a lot of people would choose their platform based on that game being available. And that's why a lot of serious gamers had all the platforms because they wanted all of the games. But that is, other than, you know, let's put Nintendo out of the picture because that's a sort of proprietary thing and most of the platform-dependent games were coming from the platform provider in that case. You know, 
it's really, really, you know, you look at it now with the release of the um, PlayStation 4 and with the Xbox One, you know, they're, they're struggling to define themselves because none of them can say, look, we have this killer game that nobody else has because the game makers are saying, whoa, you know, we're going to put it on every platform because that's the way we're going to make the most money. Right. And I think, you know, so Apple may have that advantage now. Uh, and maybe some Android stuff has that advantage at some point, but I, I can see in the long term that, you know, basically, yes, you, um, um, let's take you guys, and Apple, don't take any notice of what I'm saying, I'm not trying to, you know, represent Findry in any way at all, but right now, it's great for you to be just on Apple, and because that's what you've developed, and they love that, and you love each other, but at some point, you're going to probably say, yeah, there's absolutely millions of users that we could get onto this if we went Android, and, and and you will make that decision for the reasons that are best for you. True, you know, I mean, the, the, a lot, a lot of the 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 apps that were really pushed, just like I mean, Flipboard is a good example. Flipboard was an awesome app, it still is, great, 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 great app, and and you know, uh, but they exist not only on Android. I'm pretty sure that there's a, a Windows version. I'm also pretty sure that that Microsoft ha, has paid for the development of it. I kind of, you know, it's it's. Not, I don't think it's a big secret that they they they've been working to kind of attract developers to their their platform and um, and and Apple at various times. I mean, they used to kind of. I mean, in the days of Next, they they offered support to 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 get developer you know to get products to their platform. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. It, it's it's a tricky and interesting thing. I, I I mean I will say this is that you know my expertise and our expertise right now is is is, is around iOS and, and web um, and going to other platforms. It's 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 a pretty hard thing to be able to do, um, and and it's it's hard to you know you you have to focus. You have to to work on what you know best, and becoming a multi-platform shop is 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 tricky undertaking. I will say that. Most definitely. Yep. Anyway, I have got about ten other things right. on the list, but we've we've run long, so we'll pick them up next time. Right. Um, no show next week, John, because we're going to be at NS Conference. Yes, we will, and it will be great. Yeah. Do you know what we released? Talking of release, we released the NS Conference app this week. It's I the first s- time in six NS conferences we've actually had an app. So I saw that. I downloaded it. Conference, and you haven't seen that. There is an NS Conference app on the App Store. In fact, um, we we use hockey inside our apps for doing crash reporting and stuff like that, and. Um, it was quite interesting. The app was released yesterday, and everyone goes. You know, lots of people. Most people go to the conference. I think have downloaded it already, and we noticed. I think we had eleven crashes or something during yesterday, and every single one came from the same type of device running the same version of the OS, um, and you know, it was just really useful. And, and we found um, we found what the problem is. On we don't know why it's that device and that version of the OS, but we found what we think the problem is, and done a fix and submitted an expedited review which uh, apple have agreed to and you know made us feel like we should be eternally grateful as that email always does so there should be an update on that hopefully you know today or tomorrow um but yeah we released as well and i'm sure we've had about one millionth of the downloads you've had but it was still a release it was still released and you know what i love most about it is that is, is that you know uh community and love definitely shines through when there's like <laughs> when you say if you got problems with this app you're probably going to ns conference and go talk to claire or well, maybe not claire <laughs> i thought it was hilarious it was beautiful so you know uh i think that they when it's all said and done you know letting your humanity show through in your software is always a good thing to do because then invariably even if they did crash they're gonna be really they, they won't care They'll, they'll they will actively be happy to participate and help un you know uncover a mystery and, and we'll all become better because of it. 
Yeah, it's a great community. We have a lot of um, goodwill towards us in that community. We don't want to take advantage of that and burn it out and just, you know, assume that we can just do crap because we have goodwill. But, you know, that goodwill definitely does help a lot. And, you know, I'm sure we're not going to be getting one-star reviews because, you know, from, from those 11 people for whatever. Anyway, John, we've run long. Yep. You've got some work to do today, I'm sure. Yep. Um, so why don't you uh, tell people, firstly, congratulations on the release and it went so well. Really, really pleased for you. Thank you, Scotty. So, well done. Um, tell people where they can find you. So you can find out all about Findery at findery.com. And right there on the front page, there'll be a nice link to the App Store. I would love to see uh, some of our listeners, uh, um, because I know that we have people that listen all over the world. I, it would it would thrill me to no end to, to, to see some notes from different far out parts of the world. Um, and let us know what you're up to. Um, but you can find me on Findery as John Fox. You can find me on Twitter as Jembe, that's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And you can still find out about my product, Memory Miner, at memoryminer.com. And I am Scotty. You can find me on Twitter as MacDevNet. ADN is Scotty. I think on Findery is Scott SD, but I will confirm that. Uh, you can find the show notes to this show at iDeveloper.co. NS conference next week, so there is no show. Really excited to be there. Um, I've got a list, really. So all of a sudden, I've got a list of things so long for us to talk about that I'm looking forward to the next show. So we'll be back in two weeks' time. Until then, everybody, you take care. <laughs>